Hey guys, it's Zach from Pop Theory here. So we are celebrating the year 1999 being officially 25 years old. And because of that, we are, Jeff and I are going through the year end Hot 100 chart for the year 1999. And because this is such a formative year for us, we got really in depth and lost track of time. So this is actually going to be a two part episode. Stay tuned for part two, where we're going to go through songs number 43 through number one. Well, I think for me, the biggest awe, like just a holy shit moment that we're about to experience is the fact that 1999 is officially 25 years ago. Starting What Prince was singing about, which was once in the future, <laughs> is now a thing of the past. Is now 25 years in the past. 1999 is officially vintage this year, 2024. That is, that is so wild that... 25 years old. My brother was born in 1999 as well. So for me to think about him as a 25 year old is crazy. Nuts. That's nuts. My brother was born in 1998. So yeah, he'll be 26. That's, that's wild to think about because for me, it feels like yesterday that it was 1999. Yeah. It was, it's, it's nuts. And what a formative, I mean, for both of us, I think a huge formative year as far as musical tastes. Totally. And also just, I think in general, in in recent pop music, I truly feel like 1997, 1998, 1999, and the year 2000 truly set a bar and a standard for performance, for pop music, for aesthetic, for music video production. Like it truly, that's, it was that time frame that things really shifted and kind of set a tone for future generations. And like the height of some of our favorite artists, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the the big pop stars, the big machines that kind of came out, you know, around those years. Not around those years, but, you know, that were popular during those years. Yeah. Because like all the people we know and love today. Yeah. Because even established artists like Madonna and Janet and whatnot, there's something. Mariah. Mariah. Like they're something like I one could say that they the pussy was stepped up. You know, like it was just something that happened in those years where I feel like I think what's really magical is that like record labels had a giant budget. I mean, you had multi-million dollar videos. You had crazy performances on award shows. You had, you know, you they invested in their artists and like singles would last longer than four weeks, you know. Right. Ugh, I miss it. And people thought the world was ending. The you world know, was gonna end. Y2K. It was they thought the world was ending. So they said, We're gonna put out some smash songs. They were like, because you know, we're gonna die. We're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. And so we might as well give you Heartbreaker. We might as well give you Genie in a bottle. We might as well give you And that they did. Might as well give you fan mail, you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Which I feel like in order to celebrate, I feel like what better what better way to celebrate the year 2024? With 1999 being 25 years old, then going through the year-end Hot 100 chart for 1999. And what a chart it is. And what a, truly. truly a time to be alive. We are going to go through every song and we will make comments on our favorites. Should we just jump right into it? I think we should, I was going to say jump and jump in right into it. <laughs> <laughs> we should jump right into it. We should jump right into it. Well- at number 100 on the year-end 1999 Billboard Hot 100 chart, we have God Must Have Spent a Little More Time on You by Alabama and NSYNC. 
and in sync who was featured on many songs many songs during during this time they this is this was definitely the moment of the boy band 1999 truly the year of teen pop that like went bubblegum pop bubblegum pop just blew up this this was the version that out so alabama covered it the the country group and then they featured in sync on the song again which seemed to be like a trend like later on because didn't reba mcintyre a few years later cover because of you and then had kelly clarkson on that song um don't know <laughs> don't know all i know about reba sings the only song i know is i told you fancy and um that song about i think was from her show i believe the mm-hmm. theme song about okay. being a single mom working you know yeah two jobs that's very the song i play whenever i'm like vacuuming and also like walking my dog mm-hmm. okay like, i'm i'm that person but as, as far as Excellent. reba mcintyre i don't know okay well you know, happy for her though happy for her uh, number 99 to celebrate 1999 uh, was When You Believe by Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey. Which definitely came out in 98. Yes. Came out in 98. Right? But. And was not actually, was not a huge smash success the way that we kind of think about it. I think now retroactively we think, of, I mean, for me it was a huge moment. But like, well, the Prince of Egypt was a huge moment. The Prince of Egypt was a huge moment. I, I think it was the most. Mariah talks about this in her book. It was the most successful movie, like like um, animated movie at the time outside of like Disney. Oh, interesting. I didn't. So, know like, that. I believe it was a DreamWorks movie. So this was like before yep. Shrek, you know, and all of that. Yep. It was the most, the highest selling movie or highest grossing movie, I believe, at that time. So because of that, you know, the song kind of lived within that movie. But yeah, people don't really remember this song unless you're like a Whitney and Mariah fan and like in the way that we are. Yeah. Like people don't really talk about the song. Right. I love the song. I love it too. It's one of my winter songs. You know, I you know me and my seasons. So it is, I love it. I love it so much. I love I love a Mariah Gospel song. I love I love when the chorus comes in at the end. Yes. That's probably one of my favorite moments. Yes. I do feel like the song is a bit generic on the generic side. Totally. Um, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't feel like there was a ton of soul put into it, like some other Whitney and Mariah records, but I think that it's still a really great song. It has a special place in my heart. Yeah, same. And I love I love that moment when they're on the Oprah show too. Like I love that like moment in time. Yes. You know? Yeah. There's always drama, you know, dramaticing. <laughs> <laughs> dramaticing. That was the name of this podcast originally. Dramaticing. Oh, it's always time to change it. Always time to change. Okay, number 1990 or 1998. Number 98 is Write This Down by George Strait. Don't know? Don't know her. Have fun. Don't know her. Uh, number 97 is Music of My Heart by InSync and Gloria Estefan. So you're going to take the lead out of this one because you are a Gloria Estefan fan. We don't talk about Gloria enough. We do not talk about Gloria enough. We always talk about our divas and Gloria Estefan is always left out of the conversation. She needs to be brought into the conversation. Her 1998 album, self-titled Gloria with an exclamation point, incredible dance record. And one of your favorites, one of my favorites. And I think that I would love one of these days for us to like kind of visit that album a little bit more deeply because it's truly incredible. But music of my heart was written for the movie music of my heart, which I saw once and it wasn't my favorite movie. Actually, Gloria Estefan's part was actually, I want to say written for Madonna and Madonna was originally attached to the movie at one point and then Mm. dropped out for whatever reason. Um, And then so Gloria replaced her. So imagine this could have been a a duet with Madonna in NSYNC. (laughs) Wild. (laughs) Um, Wild. Yeah. Not my favorite song. It's 
It's, it, I don't. I don't know the song. I don't. You know don't the song. know the song at all. No, I. I'm not really familiar with Gloria Estefan. Okay. Oh, like much at all. Well, like I don't think a lot. I don't think a lot of people are. They aren't. You know? No, and and this was her last like. That, she has single. no no merit in my life in terms of like any meaning or significance. Okay. Well, we will change that. We will change that. Uh, number ninety six was "Better Days" and the bottom drops out by Citizen King. Don't know. I mean, we know we know about bottoms dropping out, but I don't know this song. We certainly do. Number 95, Satisfy You by Puff Daddy featuring R. Kelly. Do you remember this song? <laughs> no. I, off the top of my head, I do not. I actually loved this song. This, I, I thought this song was really, really, really great. You know, unfortunately, we all know, actually, both of them now, <laughs> like, lots of problematic stuff, but that- Why are people- Wait, hold on a minute. Yeah. Why are people saying, like, what's- I'm really out of the loop with this right now. Yeah. What, what are, are people saying, like, P. Diddy's gay? There's like some gay. Th- That's what I'm hearing. I've not heard this. I've just heard like all of the like. I feel like I'm seeing memes and stuff like about Diddy being gay. Okay, I've not heard that. I mean, let's be honest. Would not kind of would not shock me with how flamboyant all of his music videos are and like how flamboyant of a man he is. But I mean, we don't know that. I mean, I know he's. I, I would say maybe he's. I could see him being bi. Or maybe it's just he likes his booty hole licked. Hey, and who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? It's nice. Who doesn't? It's a nice feeling. It's a nice sensation. I just heard like all of these like sexual assault claims. I have not investigated very deeply. I've just, I know that Cassie like was suing him. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. And then like uh, they settled like the next day or something like that. And then there's been other claims since then. I don't really know what's going on. You know, I... So anyway, anyways, anyways, uh, moving on. <laughs> Number ninety four, <laughs> uh, Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls, one of the biggest uh, hits of the nineties. Goes without saying, phenomenal song. It truly, to me, like that's one of those songs that encompasses that decade so much. Like when I think of the nineties, my mind goes like to that album. Totally, Dizzy Up the Girl, such a good album. Yeah, definitely an album that I don't know if I would say it's not talked about enough. But I feel like people don't. I don't hear it a lot in conversation anymore. You don't. You know. You really. Like you don't. hear about Wonderwall. Like you hear about certain things. But I feel like this song. It really is. I believe from from the City of Angels. Soundtrack. City of Angels soundtrack, which had a, that movie and that soundtrack specifically was everywhere. I mean that that same soundtrack also had Uninvited by Alanis Morissette. Oh my gosh! What a dramatic song. It's truly. Yeah. What a dramatic song. They just did it on the on the Canada's Drag Race like lip sync. Did they really? But it was like so. I'm like, this isn't a good lip sync song. Was it the actual like, version? Yeah. Really? It just was like, like even though it was dramatic, it was like hard to watch. I don't know. But anyways, like yeah. going back to the, to the <laughs> song, going back to the song. Um, also, like I think of that album. That album came out in '98, I think. Yeah. Yep. So yep. yeah, it's interesting because some of these songs are like to in my brain like '98, yeah. but like maybe it was like. Because it was a bigger in 98? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was massive in 98. It's just kind of like tail end, like uh, like 99 fame. Yes. Yep. Because this yeah. is the year-end chart. So this is just like the biggest songs of the year. So the, a lot of the songs at the bottom of this, of this year-end chart are probably going to be songs that came from 1998 right. at some point. Um, We're seeing that towards, especially towards the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Number 93, we've got A Lesson in Leaving by Jody Messina, which I think she was a country artist. I don't know. Okay. And I don't know. That said, number ninety-two, we've got "Stay the Same" by Joey McIntyre of New Kids on the Block. I loved this song when it was released. Of course you did. Yeah, 
um, stay the same. Him and Jordan Knight had released uh, solo singles this year. Both were big hits. Stay the same. I want to say was top 10. So was Give It To You by Jordan Knight. I I wonder if we'll see uh, Jordan Knight single. I liked Jordan Knight single more. Um, Give It To You. I prefer Give It To Me by Kylie Minogue. Oh, give it to me as a banger, baby. Banger, <laughs> banger. Banger. Number 91, we've got Take Me There by Blackstreet featuring Maya, Mace, and Blinky Blink. Iconic. Iconic. From the Rugrats. Iconic. From the Rugrats soundtrack, right? I don't know. Was that like the Rugrats in Paris? I don't know if it was the Rugrats in Paris, but there were. it was from some Rugrats thing. It was either for the show or the movie. And it was like, take me there. I want to go I wanna there. I want to go there. Did yeah. Maya perform that when you saw her in Atlanta? I can't remember. I don't remember her performing that, but I'm sure it was like somewhere in there. Well, she better. Uh, number 90 is Jamboree by Naughty by Nature featuring, is it Zane or Zane? Or is it Jean? Jean. Jeanne. <laughs> Jeanne. <laughs> so no. I actually don't know this song. However, I do know that Katy Perry sampled it for Smile. I love that you know that. Yeah. I yeah, I have no idea what this song. I don't know this song. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry to that. Sorry to this man. Sorry to these men. Uh, number 89, Jay-Z, Hard Knock Life, Ghetto Anthem. Come on. Iconic. Iconic An iconic song. song. Iconic song. For me, like, I know, to me, this is like kind of like in my brain would put Jay-Z on the map in my head. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I mean, obviously, like, there's like, um, what's it? Can I get a, mm-hmm. you know, that's obviously iconic, but. This song too, just like there's something about it, and I remember it being referenced in so many movies and things. Like I yeah. think they did a, I'm pretty sure they did a parody of it on Austin Powers. Didn't they do like Hard Knock Life? Did they? Maybe. He was like in, he was like in prison. I think like Doctor Evil. I don't remember this. I'm it's like, been a minute since I've seen the Austin Powers. It's been movies. a minute. It's been a minute for me as well, but I I'm pretty like sure that happened. I love that. Unless it was a fever dream of mine. Yeah. I think that I, I think I agree with you. I think that hard knock life, I think can I get a was what really put Jay-Z into kind of the stratosphere beyond rap, you know, the rap charts and the rap genre and really put him into the um, like mainstream zeitgeist. And then I would say that hard knock life really kind of cemented that for him. Um, Cause yeah, 1999, we'll probably, we will see him again on this chart. I know it. Um, number, let's see, 88, we have Out of My Head by Fastball. Mm, the only song by Fastball I know is The Way. Yeah. I want to say, I feel like I've heard this song title before, and I bet you if someone played it for us, I, not my type of music that I listen to, but um, how did The Way go? I know I've heard The Way. <sighs> I, I could, like, maybe hum the melody for you. It's like, do, 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 do. Yeah, uh, something like that. Okay. It's not. Really- I, I, not my, not my jam. Okay. You know, by any means. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, that, that just is, again, very, very 90s, very stuck in the 90s. Yes. 100%. Um, oh, wait. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's in my head. I can't sing it, but yes, I'm, now I'm hearing it. Okay. Number 87 is Mo Thug's uh, Ghetto Cowboy. Cowboys. We is cowboy like a theme on this chart? Apparently, like, cowboys. Okay, here we go. Eighty six. Sometimes by the one and only Britney Spears. Again, goes without saying. One of my favorite Britney Spears songs of all time. Yeah. Top five. Oh really? Oh, I love. Yeah, that. of course. Love. Of course, and the music video, uh, dancing on the boardwalk in all white. I love in the music video. There is a girl. You know, there's a, there's like those scenes where she's like sitting in front of a car. 
Mm-hmm. And there's there is a shot where one of the girls who's standing up against the car hood is scratching her crotch. And it's very funny. I love that. Yeah, it's very funny. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that that's what you notice. I <laughs> That, that's I was searching for it so hard. Um, you and I, you and I should dress in all white outfits, like a little white crop top and pants, and we should just do that, recreate that. We should absolutely, absolutely. Um, and uh, one more thing about the video, I just remember when the video premiered. This is like, uh, uh, you know, we know how awful the media treated Britney, but like, remember she was like seventeen at the time, and I remember when the video premiered, people were all saying that she had gotten a boob job and she was just going through puberty. <laughs> so, <laughs> imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine that. Uh, number 85, Lone Star, Amazed. This song was like... That was such a moment. Prom song. Baby, I'm amazed by you. That's the song, right? Is that... Is that was that more popular in the year 2000? I, it had to have been. I feel like... that was like, to me, like the number one song of the year. Yeah. Or something. Like, I remember that being such a huge moment. Yeah. It is a good... It's a great song. Yeah. In, in hindsight, I don't think I liked it that much at the time, but like, you know how like that... Music, especially nostalgia, like tends to do that for you. Like, it, it makes you appreciate the song more just because it's like a special place and time. Like, and it, yeah, you know, it, it identifies that that year and that time. Yeah, like that's what that song is for me. Like, I think it's a great song. Yeah, I do too. It's I, I'm right there with you. I was not a fan of it when it came out, but now that I hear when I hear ever I hear it, it just takes me right back. And truly, like any sort of high school dance that I went to. That song was like, you knew that people were going to be dancing together and boners were going to be happening. The The melodies and the arrangement of that song really is really is awesome, though. Yeah. I, I'm curious, like, who wrote it? Yeah. I don't know. Um, let's see. Number 84. We've got How Forever Feels by Kenny Chesney. Good for her. Uh, I, li- I like a few Kenny Chesney songs. He's one of the few country artists, like, I can fuck with. Okay. You know? Okay. So, Yeah. Good for, I, good for her. Good for, good for Kenny. Good for Kenny. Good for Kenny. Uh, number 83, we have When a Woman's Fed Up by R. Kelly. R. Kelly is all over this, this year we, we, top one. I just want to say. We will see R. Kelly He is alive. all over it. Yeah. Um, number 82, oh my God, what a moment. Back at one, Brian McKnight. Back at one. Then I start back at one. Wow, Brian McKnight, he, I had such a crush on when I was a kid. Like, I was closeted, clearly. I was, like, in 1999, I was, what, 14? You? I know. I don't think you I don't think you could have ever been considered... People were shocked. Closeted. People were People shocked. were not shocked. People were shocked. I was just talking about how there was a girl in high school. Her name was Margarita. She asked me if I was gay once. I said no. And then I came out months later, and she was got mad at me because she was like, you told me that you weren't. And I was like... Are you-, you said your parents named you after a salty alcoholic beverage, oh, okay? Ain't that the truth. Ain't that the truth? Um, uh, number 81, Case featuring Joe, Faded Pictures. I remember the song. I don't remember the actual song, but I remember people talking about this song. If that makes sense. Yeah, don't don't know. Don't know. Number 80, we've got Genuine, So Anxious. Oh, love Genuine. Faux shiz, faux shiz. Foshes, foshes. Uh number 79, Mark Anthony, I need to know. I had a moment with this song. It's yeah, it's great. An an iconic melody. The an iconic melody, and this was definitely the the year 1999 and the year 2000 were like the Latin pop explosion that was one of the big trends Absolutely. going on. We had the Yeah, Enrique Iglesias. Enrique Iglesias, Ricky Martin really set that tone. J Lo, Mark Anthony. Um I feel like there's another person that really came onto the scene, but like these people 
like there was like this just like this latin flair i mean mean, even like white people like you know 98 degrees give me just one night una noche you know well yeah even in like some of the r&b girls too like even mariah songs or Mm -hmm. you know like tony braxton and break my heart like there's a spanish guitar there's like elements of tony braxton's song spanish guitar (laughs) she had a song called spanish guitar that's how much she used it yes i remember also britney spears in one of her like tv specials she did i think it was right before the release of oops i did it again she did a dance break in the middle of born to make you happy like a latin dance break that just kind of came out of nowhere and it was love that yeah um let's see number 78 another iconic song steal my sunshine by len Mm, this this for me evokes like happy memories same summer makes me think of being a kid in the summer yeah yeah if you steal my sunshine what a great song I know one of those songs where like for me at the time I was not a huge fan of, but now looking back on, I'm like, take me back. Like, right. Such a good song. I completely agree. Number 77, Shania Twain, man, I feel like a woman. Again, iconic, you know, I mean, clearly a a huge hit, clearly a signature song of hers. And I mean, this was the song too. You'd feel singing or I'd feel silly singing with like, my friends as a kid Mm -hmm. because i'm like oh man i feel like a woman like it was like oh my god i'm not gay like yeah you're like it felt very silly singing this song and it became like this this kind of like funny song in pop culture as well yeah you know excellent music video i forget the music it references an 80s music video i'm I'm blanking on the artist right now but it basically recreates a, a music video from the 80s great song great video I did not have any – I did not personally feel silly singing this song. I sang it with pride. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just fascinating, too, because it was like, you know, it's from Shania Twain's Come On Over album, which is re- which was released in 1997. I mean, this album went three years deep with singles. I want to say that she released 12 official singles from the album, which is – That is wild. I don't, I don't know another artist that has done that. I mean, the album. Well, I think I'm pretty sure Come On Over is the best selling female album of all time. Yeah, I want to say it's like 30 times, or not, uh, three times uh, Diamond, which means 30 million copies sold. Like it's. Shania Twain was not. It's an iconic piece of culture. Iconic. Like it really is. Was, she's not to be fucked with. Number 76, Almost Doesn't Count by Brandy. Oh, so oh my good. god! One of my one of my favorite Brandy songs. It's so good. Oh my I, gosh! I, this is a song I love singing in the shower. I love the song. Yeah, I remember them premiering this song on TRL or premiering the music video on TRL. I what a great song! I think that she's like in the desert and she's like in a in the, like a pickup truck. And I feel like this was like also Brandy. Like that was very a theme, very theme at that time. They loved a desert, and they loved a pickup truck in the desert. Mm-hmm. They I, I just love, I love, I love the meaning behind the song. I love the like the song lyrics. They're a bit cheesy, but there there's something about like that, you know, saying like almost doesn't count. Like I just, I don't know. I've always connected with that. Almost I love that. Doesn't count. It's the best like breakup song. Yeah, it's so good. Someone made a really stupid meme once that was so stupid that I chuckled. It was something along the lines of like, when my son almost isn't really good at math. And then it was like, <laughs> almost doesn't count. So stupid. So stupid. I was like, that's so dumb. It's funny. Um, number 75, Back That Thing Up by Juvenile featuring Manny Fresh and Lil Wayne. <laughs> also, listen, it's like, it's, you can't, you can't even go to the club now in 2023 without hearing that. It's such a banger it really is it's at every it's at every white person's wedding every white it's person's like, wedding 
every white person's wedding, it's it's truly become larger than life. It really has. And, oh. 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 Foreshadowing, potentially. Foreshadowing. Also, there's just a funny moment in my mind. I remember Charlotte Church. She is an opera singer, but it was got she was like a teenager, but had this like huge operatic voice. And she's from England. And she like really kind of blew up that year. And she was on TRL and was being interviewed. And they were like, Can you sing back that thing up? And she sang and like she goes like back that thing up. And she like did it all oh my this, like God. operatic. Very voice. like Mariah, Mariah's mother, very Patricia Carey. Yeah, it was, it was really it was wonderful. Um, number 74, I personally love this song, All Night Long by Faith Evans featuring Puff Daddy. Do you remember this song? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Vaguely. We can dance, yeah. dance, dance with your hands, hands, hands. Ah, oh, I love this song. Oh. Um, Bloody Mary. But <laughs> number 73, ooh, another one that we both love, My Love Is Your Love by Whitney Houston. The, well, this isn't my favorite song on the album. Oh, Okay. I wouldn't say I love this song. There's so many better songs on that album. Okay. Like, I, I love that album. Yeah. But yeah, th- it is an iconic song, iconic album of hers. Um, also, it probably my favorite era in terms of like the way she's looked. Mm-hmm. Like when I think of Whitney, I think of that Bob. That you know, blonde th- Bob sitting in that, her like, driveway. That album I th- cover. 100%. I think of like the purple, like the mocha tones. Ugh. Like that's what I, th- when I think of Whitney, I think of that. I do too, Jeff. I'm not even kidding. Great photo That's, shoots of this album era. Yeah, she looked fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. And also, yeah. I want to point out that Whitney Houston, and there's a, she, there is an interview of her talking about this. Whitney Houston's, this album peaked outside of the top 10 on the Billboard Hot 100. Just shows what a different time, because this album was very successful for her. But it just shows that there was so much competition at the time that Whitney fucking Houston did not get a top 10 album with this song but it still was very successful and she had very successful singles from it and what helped the success of this album were the dance remixes of the singles and this one uh had a lot of radio play with a remix by jonathan peters excellent remix it was included on her greatest hits album so so good um number her best remixes were on that album i agree 100 and i have a feeling that we're going to see some more um Number 72, Happily Ever After by Case. Case, showing up again. Showing up again. Uh, number 71, we've got Shantae Moore. Shantae's got a man. <laughs> I love, I love like, your name in a song. Yeah. Like, I, I love that. Shantae's got a man. She's got one. Uh, number 70, this song was all over the radio. I Will Remember You by Sarah McLaughlin. I think there's going to be a few Sarah McLaughlins on this uh, top 100. Yeah. Um, this song I remember my mom loving. And I was, specifically, I want to say that it was the live version that was all over the radio. Um, she was doing like, like sad girl music. Before Lana Del Rey, there was Sarah McLachlan. Yeah. Yep. Like if, you, if you wanted to be a sad lesbian, you listened to Sarah McLachlan. You sure did. You absolutely did. Um, okay, number 69 and 68 are both by 98 Degrees. We have Because of You at number 69. And then I Do Cherish You at number 68. They really had a moment this year. Come on, 98 Degrees. 98 Degrees. They said success. We're going to be successful this year. Um, Because of you, you're my sunshine after the rain. Do you remember that song? No, I was not a 98 Degrees fan. Really? I liked them. I liked them. They were definitely like- I didn't care. I said, get these men away from me. Get these men. You were like, you're like, I don't feel any sort of heat for these men. Interesting. So I think we are seeing a lot of like, this is- 
I think our second country song that like uh, covered a pop song and apparently it was a big hit enough to be at number 67. I don't want to miss a thing by Mark Chestnut. <laughs> you know what though? I mean, not as iconic as Aerosmith. No, no, they wish. Not even remotely iconic. They wish. Like, I don't remember this at all. I don't remember it either. Um, number 66, we have These Are the Times by Drew Hill. I don't remember the song. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. The only thing I I think Drew Hill is on Outside, right? On on what? Outside by Mariah Carey, isn't aren't they on that? The Beautiful Ones. Or a remix or, or The Beautiful Ones. The Beautiful Ones. Yep. Yeah, Drew Hill. Which don't know. which is where Cisco came from. Number 65, Spend My Life With You by Eric Benet featuring Tamia. I don't remember. See, what's funny is that like I these songs that we like don't know. They're forgotten about in time. I remember people talking about them. I think I've even seen the music videos. It's just they were songs that I pers- that just personally did not resonate with me. So like I don't know the songs. Um, yeah. For me, I have. Yeah. Nope. Number 64, we've got Black Balloon by Goo Goo Dolls. Such a good song. Yeah. And this is from Such a good Dizzy song. Up the Girl. Dizzy Up the Girl had the hits. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the Goo Goo Dolls were really a moment. They really were. Johnny Resnick, I had a crush on even them. even in the even in the early two thousands, like they had some really good songs. Yeah, you know, like that. Yeah, this is this was a great album. I I feel like I need to go back and revisit it. Yeah, uh, number sixty three, we've got Jordan Knight. Give it to you. Love this song. This song made me horny. Just reference this. Yeah, this song. This made me horny. This song made me horny. As a as like a fourteen year old, I remember watching the music video. There's like a dance break in the video. He's wearing cargo jeans or cargo pants and like a white sweater. And I actually just revisited this video because for a little meme that I'm making later. Um, and there was a part where he like does like a little like th- hip thrust at the camera, and I just remember it like as a teenager i was like that is so fucking hot you were like the girls in the elvis presley concert you're like a hip thrust a hip thrust i was like oh my eye is penis um yeah love that song produced by um jimmy jam and terry lewis thank you uh number 62 x factor by lauren hill I- Dude, an, an iconic time for lauren hill Literally. miss lauren hill miss lauren incomparable miss lauren hill she there's true lauren hill yep truly the miseducation of lauren hill i mean grammy award-winning album album of the year um and that song i remember this song being all over mtv um excellent excellent song yeah. definitely not as much as like doo-wop Mm-mm. that thing but like yeah yeah uh number 61 is if you by silk i don't know this one don't know don't know don't know. Sorry. Uh, number 60, we've got Trippin' by Total featuring Missy Elliott. Okay. I vaguely remember this this name yeah. of this girl group, yeah. right? But, like, I don't know anything about them. They were not in my world. They did a song with Mace, I think. It was like, da-da-da-da-da-da. Oh, my gosh. It was, like, called, like, I want to say it was something like 97 or 98. I, I think that that was, like, maybe their biggest hit. Um. Yeah, I, they're one of those girl groups that was like they were around, never got super huge. Um, right, it's like a brownstone or like a yeah, like one of, bring back R and B nineties like girl groups. Yeah, bring that back. I know Flo's trying to do that, and I really appreciate what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like we need more of that. But like, let's invest in our artists and like actually make them succeed. You know, definitely. Yeah, uh, number fifty nine. We've got Jesse Powell. You don't know this song. Yeah, there, there's a lot of songs that that charted this year that we 
don't know. We're about to we're, well, we're about to get into a bunch of stuff. Well, I guess that we didn't know. this is pop theory. Yeah, this is pop this is theory pop after theory. all. So yeah. unless it's pop, hey, yeah, you know, you know, number fifty-eight, "Love Like This" by Faith Evans. So this song was recreated by someone, and it's in a Target commercial. Like it, it was all over the holiday season this year. Um, but this song, like they used the instrumental in uh, what was the Julia Stiles movie where they're dancing? What's Save it called? Save the Last Dance. Um, it was like used in the club scene, and I think there was like a Fat Man Scoop remix with it. Um, but that bun on bun on bun bun, I never knew there was love. Great song. What a fun song. You put the song on at a party or at a club, people are going to dance. It's a great song. Um, number 57, From This Moment On by Shania Twain. Come on over. Come on over. She really had a Come moment. Come on over. I love Damn. I love this song. Personally. This this for me wasn't like one of my favorites. Oh really? I love no. this song, and it, this is the thing. Pe- that album stack though. It really is. Know? People think that I don't that I only like dance music, which is not true. I do love me a good ballad, and this is one of those songs where. And this was like this is still a wedding song for a lot of people. A lot, it's like their first dance or they're walking down the aisle. She looks yeah. stunning in this video. Oh my gosh, she's like wearing this velvet dress. Oh, she's so cute. Beautiful woman. Beautiful woman. Uh, Fifty six. Tim McGraw. Please remember me. Sorry, Tim McGraw. Sorry to this man. 55, JT. Country, not our thing. Yeah. Uh, Who Dat by JT Money featuring Soleil. Who Dat? Who Dat, who dat song? Who Dat what song? Dat? We don't know that song. <gasps> don't know. 54, Hands, hands. by Jewel. <laughs> well, her, arguably her funniest song. My hands are small, I know, but they're not yours. They are my own, but they're not yours. Why is that? That's like such a funny lyric to me. Yeah. I, you know what I picture? I picture like the little hands that people like Kristen Wiig. Yeah, <laughs> Judy's. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I I uh, I did love this song, but I agree with you. Very silly lyrics. Um, number fifty three, Miami by Will Smith. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! The end. Will Smith's singing career. Bring it back. Bring it back, and you never. I mean. I mean, I guess he is known for his big hits, if you will. Um, oh. But the song, wow. I remember being all over TRL. I remember being all over the radio. It was a sm- – like, when Will Smith – during this time period, when Will Smith released a song in a video, it was, it was a moment. It was it was a moment. 100%. And I, Wild Wild West. And Wild Wild West. Um, and there was a moment in the Miami video where there was a remix done by the Miami Sound Machine, which is famously known for Gloria Stefan, where she got her start. Which is really fun too. Really, really fun remix. Um, God, I love this video. Um, let's see, fifty-two. She's all I ever had by Ricky Martin. Ricky. Who's that? Was his follow-up to "Live and Love Vida Loca"? Uh, good song. Great song. Ah, uh, fifty-one. We just <laughs> great gowns. I want great gowns. We talked about the song. I want to say the other day. Correct me if I'm wrong. She's so high by Tal Bachman. This is one of my favorite songs of all time. It's so good. It's it's such a it's such a like for me, I just think of like, like when I was a kid, this song stuck out to me so much and like leached into my brain. Yeah, this really is Truly like one of my favorite nostalgic yeah songs. And I think so great. It makes me so happy. It's so happy. Yeah, same. It's another it, kind of like "Lend Steal My Sunshine" reminds me of summer. Reminds me of being a kid and just like having no cares in the world. And the melody you know is just so great. The melody's so good. There's another song that I conflate with this like i get confused i think it's called um there she goes by the la's that also do you know that song i did, did six punch none the richer six pence none the richer cover that song 
There yes. She goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did. Yeah. yeah. So that that song too, like it's like they both make me happy. They're both kind of around the same era. Yeah. Um, I associate them with like watching The Parent Trap for some reason. I don't even know if Tal Backman is in the Parent Trap soundtrack. I don't know. But like just that time, like mm-hmm. oh, so good. High above me. Um, number fifty, we've got Eight Oh Eight by Black. Again, bring back the R and B girls. Bring back the R and B girl groups. I remember. Bing back. Bing, <laughs> bing bang bong. Bing bang bong. Either <laughs> <laughs> way, I remember the remix of this song being more popular than the original. The video is really fun. The, all the videos in this era are very like futuristic. Again, we were going to the Y two K. We were going to the future, so everything was very like futuristic. I loved this video. I love the aesthetic. Even today, like I love the aesthetic of this video. And but I remember the remix of this song which was very different from the original version, was, like, played a lot on the radio. She don't got yeah. that boom like I do. And, like, it was just very, yeah. Did they record new vocals for that they, remix? They did, yeah. Is there, and we missed that era. We missed that era a lot. Like, yeah. that era is long gone. Yeah, long gone. Okay, number 49, Back to Good by Matchbox 20. Back to Good. I See, I was a Matchbox 20 fan, but I'm not super familiar with this off the top of my head. I am. And this was, I remember, this was just one of many songs on MTV and the radio. I just felt like I could not escape. Um, I did, I actually really did like Matchbox 20 a lot as well as a kid. Um, I love, to be honest, love Rob Thomas, love his solo career. Yeah, so good. I don't want to be lonely no more. Lonely no more. I know that does, we're not talking about that, but that does not get enough recognition. It does not. I love that song and that music video. And he, he just like, Kind of hot in it, yeah. From what I remember, yeah. Like he did the the shaved head thing before Justin. Mm. So mm. so good, <laughs> mm. so good. Okay, number forty eight. Tell me it's real by Casey and JoJo. Tell Casey and JoJo, people you do not hear about. You don't anymore. hear them at all, and they are amazing. Right. They they had uh, their three. I think they had three big hits. This song, crazy, all my life, and all my life. Yep, they were smashes everywhere. Yeah, they uh, they weren't again. They those weren't. Or like music that I had, mm-hmm. but I just remember it like being everywhere. I am fairly certain I used to have the CD single of this single, and it was like in that like a lot of times CD singles were just they didn't even have a jewel case; it was just like a cardboard sleeve. And I mm. I want to say that that was this, and I loved this song, played the shit out of it. Um, number forty seven is Anywhere by One Twelve featuring Little Zane. I again one of those songs where I remember hearing about it. I think I remember them playing a little bit of it on TRL or something, but I don't really remember the song. Not as why like three number bands were really popular. Then. Yeah. Oh. Seven one two. Yeah. Yeah. Seven one. Who's seven one two? You mean seven or seven oh two? Excuse me. Seven oh two. There we go. Who's seven one two? Who's seven one two? Okay. Number forty six. This song, Lullaby <laughs> by Sean Mullins. Oh my gosh. What a moment. I feel like this was like rock a right? That was that one. It's it's very like Dawson's Creek. Every every like 90s mom was listening to this in their kitchen. Mm, every. This is like such a 90s mom song. 90s mom with the grapes in their kitchen. With the, the the roosters. The roosters. Oh my god, 100%. Ugh, Dawson's Creek. Number 45. The the first version, the God must have spent a little more time on you by InSync. A song that we reference when we're talking about like God must have spent a little more time on blank. Exactly. Like quite a lot. Yep. Do you know what I mean? What, like this song. Yep. One hundred percent. Um, I personally love that song by InSync. I think it's great. InSync has some great ballads. They do. They really, really do. Got some good ballads. Yep. Uh, number forty-four. It's not right, but it's okay by Whitney Houston. 
iconic, even more iconic though, I think we would both agree is the Thunderpuss remix. The Thunderpuss remix. I really have. Yeah. I don't think I've ever listened. I never go and listen to this version. No. Yeah. No, it was, I, I would say the Thunderpuss remix by uh, DJ Bayer Harris and Chris Cox, that this, that's who made up Thunderpuss. Um, that song, that remix really shoved this into the stratosphere and got, and I think is widely recognized as the single version, essentially. Um, that version was played on the radio all the time, at least in my hometown. So, and I'm from a little tiny little podunk town. So, a tiny little town. A tiny little town. Um, yeah, great song, iconic video. I love the video. She looks stunning in it. Um, yeah. All right, guys, that's it for part one. Stay tuned for next week's episode as we recount number 43 to 1 on the Billboard Hot 100 of 1999.